Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of the Mr. Warren Hayes Show. I am Mr. Warren Hayes and I am doing this introduction after having chatted with Anthony Souter of Smart to Death to properly introduce the show because I had a bit of a technical issue starting off the show, doing it live with Anthony as I always do over on youtube.com slash Mr. Warren Hayes. But the rest of the, it's only just the, the introduction that was a problem. The rest of the show was fine. Absolutely fine. Uh, when would I even say super fine? <laughs> and uh, so we're going to, we're going to lead into it, but I wanted to make sure that you guys got a proper introduction as opposed to just starting really weirdly and, uh, and just felt overall awkward. But Anthony from the Smart to Death podcast joined me today. And if you don't know about Smart to Death, they are uh, they are two guys, Anthony, Kyle, who do a weekly wrestling news current affairs show. Uh, these guys have extremely good chemistry together. I've been following them for the longest time. And they are just extraordinarily good at what they do. Anthony's a good friend of mine now since, uh, since uh, we've started uh, collaborating and chatting together. He's a great guy, and I'm really glad that he was able to come join me on the show. So give these guys a a, a a follow, a subscription. Go check out their stuff if you're not already aware about it, and uh, and enjoy the rest of this program, which will which will continue as intended as it happened on the live stream starting starting just about now. Thank you, everyone. So enjoy you enjoy the um, predictions. We got a live chat going here right now, Anthony. We got a lot of people. In here, we've got uh, you know a lot of faces that I recognize. Uh, we have KN KNH is here, Brian Payne, Ryan Murphy, K Pax. We got Darren Kirby was here, Joe Cook, Broken Mike just jumped in, CM Phil, a lot of great people, Hawkeye, and Darren Kirby says uh, sends you a nice little compliment saying that the Alicia interview was a fire. Let's you know I have the chat up. Like I had to pull the chat up just to see if anyone's talking about me. Well, I mean, just making sure I, I, I mean, I'm mostly I, doing this for the viewing audience, you know, <laughs> to be perfectly frank, showing that showing that I can interact with my audience as well. <laughs> Anthony, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. But I mean, if you're watching live right now, guys, do us a do us a favor. Do us a solid share the link out into the social media at nether regions. <laughs> and give us a thumbs up give us a thumbs up that youtube likes that kind of stuff and if you're watching later you can still give a thumbs up as well uh consider subscribing to on whatever platform you're finding this that's fantastic but let's get into it let's start talking about the royal rumble uh i think this is universal a lot of people are excited in the chat talking about it. it's like yeah yeah royal rumble i think it's universally accepted anthony that uh, wrestling fans, WWE fans, it uh, mm -hmm. the Royal Rumble always is like on top of the yearly events that everyone looks forward to. Yeah, I don't know. What, as a wrestling fan in general, I don't know why you wouldn't love this, right? Because we, even though we know a lot of the women that are joining, we know a lot of the men that are going to be in the Rumble. We don't know what order. You don't know who's going to be the Iron Man. You don't know what crazy cool spots we're going to see. And uh, there's so much excitement about the Royal Rumble, especially in the WWE and a and a program and a you know promotion that is very predictable and stale a lot of times. The Royal Rumble, they can't fuck that up. They have to make that entertaining. It's it's done form. 
just by the format. But it's it's a great pay-per-view. It's a good time of the year. Nothing else is going on in any promotions. And there's always surprises and debuts. Uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's, 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 it's always a lot of fun. We, you know, and we like the surprises, right? We, we, mm-hmm. we like being shocked. You know, yeah. and I don't know if you, if you saw this happen, just what I think it was over the, the, this past weekend. You remember, I think it was on Saturday, WWE tweeted out that they were going to reveal, they were going to announce the participants of the Women's Royal Rumble and Twitter went bonkers because Twitter didn't want to have any, we'd want the surprises. We want the, we want the, the, the shock value. We don't want to have everyone announce, but you know they didn't announce anything that we didn't already expect or know. Right. It was mostly like, like all the current female roster. Right. Um, and, um, and you know, if you just did a bit of math and I tweeted this out, it's like they were saying, we're starting at 12 PM and uh, every half hour we'll announce some, we'll announce a new uh, entrant. I'm like, well, if they're going to do 30, that's like 15 hours. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make sense. That's not conducive. That's not good marketing. It just didn't make sense. Um, but yeah, like I think you agree, mm-hmm. or maybe not, that the uh, you know the surprise factor just by seeing that reaction that people have, <clears throat> the surprise factor is essential. Yeah, it, it is essential. I, I thought it was interesting that Twitter got so upset about that. We talked about this last night on Smart to Death too, uh, but we we. Neither Kyle or I, and I, I definitely don't have an issue with them doing this because the women don't get a lot of time on TV anyway. Mm-hmm. So this is like a new, interesting, innovative way for WWE to utilize this massive platform they have in social media and, and announce it. It's still fun. It's still interesting. And it's no different than any other year. It was just announced on Twitter, not Raw. And let's be let's be honest. They did a better job doing it on social media than they did on Raw. I mean, to be honest, everything that they do looks better on social media than it does on Raw. Or <laughs> so they do a great job. What did you think of the um, of the overall buildup to the pay per view to the Royal Rumble this year? Did do you think they did a good job? Are you excited, Anthony? 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 Let's pretend that I'm your therapist. Tell me how you feel. Yeah. Well, um, it, it it makes me feel um, excited. There, there's nothing in the, we talked about this off stream right before we jumped on. I'm glad you got the pen. I have a I'm, lot to say. I'm I'm taking copious notes. <laughs> uh, we talked about this off stream right before we joined. There's nothing in the buildup to this Royal Rumble to really make you excited about it. It's just it's just the pay per view itself, uh, which I think works in WWE's favor. I think it works better for them when a when an event itself is more exciting than the build because then you can forgive the bad build. Yeah. Uh, but there's been some okay stuff. The, Sa- the Sasha versus Ronda build just recently got turned up and has been great. Monday night especially was very good. Um, all of a sudden, we've got Finn involved in the main event, which every single person except for the angry people on, on Twitter are very excited about Finn actually having a meaningful match against fucking Brock Lesnar. That's awesome. And uh, the Rumble, of course, is, is always interesting. You don't know who's going to win. You have your... Your favorites. We've got your Seth Rollins that keep saying they're going to. We've got your Becky Lynch's. You think somehow will end up in it and winning it because everybody thinks that. But uh, the build's been fine. How about you? What do you? What do you you're, you're way more attentive to everything than I am. I I I have a tendency to agree with you. Uh, you know, I I think that the real moment that I got excited uh, for anything outside of the Rumble matches was when Finn was. Uh, entered out as a replacement for 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 Braun. 
because I don't think that they were. Well, let's talk about that. Why don't we talk about that? Uh, yeah. About Braun's substitution. Uh, you know, uh, he was injured recently, uh, or or at least recently over the fall, had to take some time off to get uh, surgery. It's a it was a nagging injury that he was refusing to get surgery. Um, he was refusing to take some time off, but now he he was confronted. Um, with the, the, with the, the fact that he had to take to to get the surgery, they bring him back, and he gets inserted into the Universal Title Program, which is what we kind of expected. But and he gets taken out. Is like we don't know if he was ready to go or not. What's your take? Why did? How do you feel about the the about Braun being removed from the so, from the match from the main event? I thought he was still rehabbing until Monday when he took spots. Mm-hmm. Um, cause he was involved in that match. And so, not only did he take spots, he took a coup de gras. Like, right. and I mean, it's his shoulder that hurt and you, right. you know, Finn lands on your goddamn chest. You know, mm-hmm. that's, uh, kudos to Braun for taking that one for saying, yeah, yeah, man, let's just do it. I mean, he's a massive dude and Finn's like what? A hundred and like five pounds dripping, like soaking wet. So, I mean, <laughs> I know, but I mean, you know, he probably still- warms up with that in the gym. <laughs> He warms just, up with Finn. What are you trying? What are you trying to say? Yeah, just Finn in general. He just curls him. Just fucking curls the man. <laughs> oh, I, I, thought, um, I thought he would like takes him and presses him gently against his massive bronze chest. He just just warms like coddles. Oh, this is not a wrestling podcast anymore. <laughs> Next week this we're is, starting our we're starting our fan fiction podcast, guys. It's yeah, gonna be yeah. bananas. All right, so we're gonna be Braun and Finn stands. Stan Army. Um no, I thought I thought Braun was truly still injured. I really did. But now that he's taken some spots, I guess there's gotta be some storyline involved. I think it's still it's still directly involved with Brock, regardless of the outcome of the match. I that chapter's still not finished. Right. It needs to be finished because I'm I'm not interested in Braun and Brock, which is why all of us got so excited that Braun was removed because we all loved him, but it's been six months too long now. So give us something new. But I don't know. Do you think – what do you think? What, what about uh, Braun? Do you think he's hurt? I, 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 well, I, maybe he wasn't quite I, – I don't think that he's he wasn't ready. I think he was. Mm-hmm. Uh I feel that the Braun Strowman Universal Championship situation, I think that ship has sailed, I re- uh, unfortunately. I think that uh, they, when he was hot, it was, he was still stuck in the Roman Reigns experiment. Uh, yes. And that, that uh, the, the, uh, the, the, the desire for WWE to put Roman Reigns over at all costs ultimately mm-hmm. hurted hurt Ted hurt Braun because uh, just with the, with the heel turn, mm-hmm. you know, late summer, just before, uh, just before Roman had to, uh, had to re- recuse himself from wrestling. Um, I, I, the heel turn may did irreparable damage to him because people right. still wanted to cheer for him. Right. But now he's put in a position where no, you no no, you have to hate him. And, mm-hmm. You know, heel brawn is not as fun as uh, as as face brawn. And then you can even add on top of that the minute that they stop booking brawn as a guy who runs in and tears shit up. Mm-hmm. That's where it start. It stopped as well. Like that the the promo a couple of weeks ago where he was talking to oh. to Brock Lesnar. You know, Brock come out here. You know, the the Braun Strowman that we all loved. 
yeah. wouldn't have been standing in the ring waiting for Brock Lesnar to come out. He was like, you don't right. want to come out? I am coming for you, man, and I'm going to tear shit up backstage until I find you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I agree with you 100%. I do have to, before I make my point, point out that we've done two shows, three shows together. We did the Diva Dirt show, this one, and then also um, TLC, we reviewed together, you and I. Yes. And every fucking time the cops go crazy in my neighborhood, <laughs> like, I heard side. I don't know if it's because we started talking about fan fiction and starting a fan fiction podcast, but I just hear sirens all over, like six cop cars. So um, I don't think the Canadians and Americans are supposed to work together. I think I think that the Texas police are very upset. I think so. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, but uh, yeah, bronze bronze heat has been dead for a very very long time. Unfortunately, and I I don't even think it was the heel turn that, that killed it. I think it's when he failed the cash in. Yeah, oh, that's another fantastic point. You're absolutely right. Like he failed that cash in, and we won. And the coolest thing about Braun winning the cash in, first off, nobody wanted him to win it. We no. did like Braun won it, and we're like, oh, why the fuck did he need to win it? Because you can just put him in the match anytime. But they they gave him it, and the, you know you start thinking of the positives of it. And one of the positives is truly you could see Braun stand outside of a match cash in and beat a, a tired Brock Lesnar. And mm -hmm. we never got that. And that was the moment. And when we never got that, that's the end of Braun. We don't want to see him as champ. And not even, not even the, not even the cash in was failed. The entire briefcase thing was bungled and mishandled because right. Braun Strowman is not a strategist. You know, right. he doesn't, right. I'm, Oh, I'm going to pick my moment. He, and he, he announced when he was going to cash in, that's not Braun right. Strowman. Braun Strowman comes no. in again. I, I'm repeating myself flips shit over and does what he wants. Right, right. And that's when he got so over is doing these cartoonish 1980s, early 1990s, like wrestler feats of strength where, you know, Kafabe uh, was still uh, still alive, if, if you will. <laughs> yes, I remember I had, when Kafabe was still alive. I had to do it at least it was once. It was alive for like two minutes, if I remember yeah, correctly. <laughs> Um, Chad, uh, Chad is pretty much agreeing with us. You know, they say, um, um, that they're happy that, uh, Brock was replaced. KNH says happy that, uh, Bro um, not Brock, but Braun was replaced. I do not want to see Braun versus Brock ever again. CM, no. uh, CM Phil agrees. Bob Ruski says, I think that one crap promo sealed his fate in the spot. By the way, Bob Ruski in the chat. How you doing? Um, broken Boy, Mike is, he is right. Yeah. Uh, Broken Mike is saying that he's really hoping Finn takes the title, even though he probably won't. We're going to talk about that a little later. Uh, and KNH is all for our fanfic podcast, man. <laughs> hey, let me, let me find out. I got Thursdays open, actually. So, you know. <laughs> you never know. Six is six. All right, man. Let's get to it. Let's start talking about predictions. We are going to run down each of the uh, each of the matches and I'm doing them in reverse order that they're presented on wwe.com mm. so this is not like me making an editor an editorial statement mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. is how they actually appear in reverse order so let's start with the first match US title match the handsome man Rusev versus former champion Shinsuke Nakamura now Anthony do we even give a shit? <laughs> Does WWE give a shit? When is, when's the last time they've been on TV? Not this week. They were, no, no, no. I, I, I was last week, I think, 
Rusev had a promo? I, I, you know, I watched SmackDown last week. I don't remember. I don't remember either. I don't no, I, like. I honestly don't remember when 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 Rusev was last on, and it's a shame. It's a shame. <laughs> but we, see, we were talking about about Braun. You know, uh, you know, sell, telling that you know his his ship has sailed. The Rusev Day hype that was organic, that was built out of nowhere, that was built on the strength of Rusev's charming character. Yeah, was peaked last uh, peaked this uh at the end of the of of uh the spring early summer rusev is different though right like i know we don't give a shit about this match i i have my winner i'll get to but rusev is different i think because rusev is a way more interesting wrestler in ring and we've seen him as a heel we've seen him as his goofy face we've seen him as goofy heel we've seen him as monster foreign heel and he's been over no matter what he does he can be off tv for six months come back and the man will be over in a matter of minutes he has right. lana with him who's over rusev is different like it doesn't hurt him being off tv but it sure would help us as fans to get to see guys like rusev on tv it, and nakamura just <laughs> That's the hardest pill to swallow, isn't it? One year yes. ago, one year ago, he was winning the goddamn Royal Rumble. He was yeah. in a title match at WrestleMania. And then after. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, it's still a good thing. Like if, right. we, if we want to do a retrospective, it's still a good mm-hmm. thing that they turned him heel because the face thing was wearing off. It was a right. good idea to turn him heel because he would, he's done his most interesting character work mm-hmm. in WWE as a heel. Right. Uh, you know, uh, no speak English and uh, and the, uh, the 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 nut shots and all that. But that stuff is all gone now. But it's he's all just gone. boring, boring. He's exactly what we thought he was being turned into. He was interesting foreign heel with the U.S. title, and now he's just foreign heel number four hundred six and whatever four hundred sixty two, whatever. However many times they've done this damn gimmick where. A foreign guy with an accent is now a bad guy yeah. and hates America. It, but whatever. My my pick is Rusev winning via DQ. Oh, um, via Nakamura's DQ? Can, yeah, Nakamura will kick him in the nuts or cheat or something. Because you got to set up the third match because they've only had – this will only be two. So, uh, chat, let us know who you think uh, is going to uh, is going to win this uh, this match, which will probably be on the pre-show. Um, it's, uh, that's interesting. Um I like I don't know how much gas there is left in this. Um, well, you could argue that there's a lot of gas left in the tank of this feud because right. they haven't done anything. Nothing. But, <laughs> um, but at the same time, I really think that it's time to like like they need to move on. I feel like there's something there's something else that has to happen. You know, between these two, I think Rusev retains with mm-hmm. a with a with a clean win. Okay. But I but I have no idea what what they're going to do with them afterwards. Right. Like usually, I have I, I I book my predictions like oh, and then they could go, you know, the next step could yeah. be this. But I have no clue. Yeah, nothing for me. I I there's like four matches on this show that I have an idea of who's going to win, but I have no idea where their story goes next. And uh, interesting. It's not bad. It's not a bad thing necessarily. No, it's not a bad thing. Um, interesting thing. I, I, I was on the um, the uh, fightful uh, SmackDown post show, and we were talking about the the U.S. title itself. I mean, it's one thing to talk about Rusev. It's one thing to talk about Shinsuke. But the U the U.S. title 
is like in a no man's line. And, and this is what I brought up when I was talking about it. And I don't know what, I want to get your thoughts on this. The last real title holder, US title holder that I remember, and I'm like, oh yeah, this was really good, was Kevin Owens when he was the new face of America. Yep. After that, like I remember Bobby Roode having the title, but I don't remember Bobby Roode doing anything exceptional with it. But that is all I remember about the about the US title. Bobby Roode not doing anything in exceptional sounds like his entire main roster run. Actually, <laughs> could probably just label it. He, he has he has a cool tag team finisher with Gable though. That that moonsault into the neck breaker thing there, mm-hmm. that's pretty sweet. Yeah, the revivals is pretty cool too. The who? The so, revivals. <laughs> I, no, <laughs> what who are these guys? Never yeah, heard sure. of them. Uh, shout out to Chris Spizak. Uh, the chat is pretty much agreeing with us. Rusev is going to uh, is going to be uh, is going to come out on top of this one. KNH even says IC title greater than US title. That is, I mean, I perfectly to be perfectly honest, the hardcore championship is over the US title. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next match. This is what I'm excited about. The Cruiserweights 205 Live champion Buddy Murphy in a fatal four-way against Kalisto, Akira Tozawa, and Hideo Itami. Now, I watch 205 Live religiously. I love it. I love Buddy Murphy. I love Hideo Itami. Akira Tozawa's fun. And then there's Kalisto. So, <laughs> I don't know I don't know how, how invested you are into this match, Anthony, but this is one I'm looking forward to. I don't watch 205 at, uh, Live at all. I couldn't tell you the last time I turned it on, but I do know that all of these men are talented and that Kalisto does exist uh, and is one third of Lucha House Party and will probably botch because that is his whole MO. Uh, uh, Because I don't watch this program, though, I'm going to go with Buddy Murphy retaining. I am aware that there's a big movement that people think Hideo Itami is winning. It does seem like that's like the, the favorite pick. I think it's weird. Chat, let us know who you think is going to win the Fatal 4-Way. I think it's really weird that there are people who are behind Hideo Itami winning, not because he wouldn't be a good choice. Right. Au contraire. Buddy Mm -hmm. Murphy right now, man, he is the champ. Like, he's he's the chasey. I think I've said this three times over the last three shows that I've done talking about this particular match. He's He's the final boss of 205 Live. Like he's the guy that you that you're gunning for, and he's spectacular, and he looks like a champ. He handles himself like a champ. He's big. He's beefy. He's not. He's not two hundred five. He's not one hundred and five pounds. Minimum two twenty. Minimum. He can't be. (laughs) He's too big. But but he's he's amazing, and he's he's delivered fantastic matches so far. I think it's too Mm -hmm. early to take the belt off of him. He's too much of um. Yeah, he's he's the target, man. He's the guy you want yeah. to take down. So I really think, uh, I really, really think Murphy retains. But then again, putting the belt on Hideo Itami, especially since he's in a, he's in a, uh, well, he's been in this angle for a while. Like his, uh, his, his character is like, respect me. That's what he says. It's like, he's looking for respect. Commentary mm-hmm. putting over the fact, oh, he's a legendary Japanese wrestler, but he's never got the success or the recognition that he has here in North, that, that he did that he feels he should get in North America. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, putting the belt on Itami would be like the consecration, be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We res- this is, now you don't have a choice to respect me because I'm the champion, right? Right, right. And the, the chat looks like they're agreeing too, is that Buddy Murphy will win. And um, 
that nobody believes that Buddy Murphy is actually 205. But just me, like I don't, I don't watch the show. And even me as someone that doesn't watch the show, when I think of 205 Live, I don't think of Cedric Alexander. Like I am now, now that I'm in the like the thick of talking about it. But I think of Buddy Murphy. Yeah, I do. Absolutely. And I think I think that makes it very evident that he is the total package. He has become synonymous with the brand, just like just like Neville was when mm-hmm. he was there. You thought of Neville, you didn't think of Austin Aries and. Um, you know, unlike whenever Enzo was champ, where you didn't think about that's true. 205 Live at all. No, you just didn't. Kevin yeah, Carroll asks, yeah. who's the best, uh, who's the, who's in the best position in, on 205 Live to take the belt from him, uh, Buddy Murphy? I, I would have thought Ali before his call up. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I'll be like, if you ask me right now, I think we're in a bit of a no man's land as far as who is a credible wrestler to take the title off of Mustafa, uh, not Mustafa Ali, but uh, Buddy Murphy. Uh, mm-hmm. I think outside of Cedric Alexander, and I, I hope they don't go back to that well too much because I'm I'm kind of done with Cedric Alexander as a character, not as a performer. But it, you know, anyway, I don't want to get too much into it. But I think that if they did give a proper build to it, you do putting it on uh, Hideo Itami would be fantastic. Otherwise, Leo Rush. It's just it's Leo Rush that had. Could you imagine Leo Rush uh-huh. and Bobby Lashley on Raw, both with their straps? <laughs> That'd be amazing. It's- Excuse you. It's it's the Almighty. Oh, sorry, Bobby Lashley. Yes, yes, the Almighty. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, show him your favorite pose, Warren. Oh wait, I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, now we're gonna move on to the main card. Here we go. We're gonna start with this match here. SmackDown tag team t- titles are on the line. The Bar versus the greatest tag team in the world, The Miz and. Shane McMahon, I'm going to let you start right off the bat here, Anthony. What? How, how do you feel about this? Uh, the build up, the match. Tell me, tell me everything, man. Tell me everything. So uh, I don't know why, but I kind of dig the build up to this match. I feel like as a wrestling fan that bitches about the way WWE does things so much that I should hate it, but I, it's just kind of fun, you know. Like it's goofy. It's nice to see Miz not in this like serious heel role where he's like trying to be buddy buddy with a mcmahon um shane mcmahon is there to win a belt because the mcmahons always win belts when they have an opportunity to uh that's my pick but and i I, like i think the bar works really well working with goofy guys too because they're these big um like very good wrestlers i you've listened to smart to death for a long time i'm a huge seamus guy i'm a very big fan of seamus's work i think he's fucking outstanding um and i just think like those like Cesaro and Sheamus are like they're wrestlers, right? Like that's their characters that they're just wrestlers. Um, and so I think that this match will it probably won't be a great match. It will be a fun match. Yeah. But I, I look forward to it. I think the story has been fun. The greatest in the world things a, a good goof. Um, it's a it's a nice, funny thing. It turned us not liking Shane McMahon winning best in the world tournament at Saudi Arabia into a fun thing that's turned into, a, I, I think, a worthwhile storyline with them winning the belts. Uh, turning to a Shane McMahon heel turn, I believe. Oh, eventually. that's interesting. Chat, let us know who you think, who you feel is going to win here. You make an excellent point, though, that it did give some kind of justification to the the, the goddamn Saudi Arabia bullshit. Let's just call it that. Um, it's, and that's something I hadn't thought of. And and you, you touched on it. You touched on it, you know, having the Miz be in a position where he's... Um, where he's not like you know the the the, the heel like the the typical Miz manipulative mm-hmm. 
serious guy. Now he gets, you know, he he is in more babyface territory, but this whole buildup has nonetheless been very Miz-like. It's not, it's not like suddenly, man, are, are you, are you like dropping, are, are you like dropping blocks of wood onto your microphone? <laughs> I'm trying. I'm just. I was trying to plug your stream, man. Oh, thank you. My keyboard's very loud. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically bricks of my. Uh, fuck. <laughs> um, but it was, yeah, the, the buildup was very Miz-like. You know, like it, it, it's not a complete heel turn, a face turn. No. Like he's not going into the audience and slapping hands and you know point. He's. He weaseled his way into being friends with a McMahon because a McMahon is right. in, in a power situation. Like he, it's yeah. still very Miz, mm -hmm. yet he's a babyface. You know, it's not like a complete turn. It's he's not doing. You know, oh, you guys have always stuck stuck by me, you fans. You know, right. none of that stuff. It, right. So, I I I think that uh, that Miz and Shane McMahon are going to win the titles. I, mm -hmm. I, I I really do, and mm -hmm. but I also I also think that the that Miz is going to I I think the predictable outcome is going to happen here because it is the best outcome to have Miz yeah. screw Shane over, especially since they've been bonding. You know that promo a couple of weeks yeah. ago when they were talking about their dads and the ring, and you're like, wow, okay, like this is, you know, they're getting us by the feels. So when mm -hmm. Miz does decide to screw him over, holy shit, it's just going to, it's going to tear Shane McMahon apart, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think so, for sure. Um, someone mentioned in your in the chat, too, that they think the tag division should be fused, and that's a point I kind of want to touch on. And it, it, sure. it spills into both tag divisions is the tag division in WWE is so bad that this is the best possible story outline they can give us in the tag division on either roster. Like, and this isn't a bad story. No. It's just that this is the only story well, in the tag I, I, division now. And let, let, let's 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 just uh, further your point here, your idea. We're, we're doing this story with two wrestlers who aren't even in a tag team normally. Because no. sitting in the background, you have Sanity and you have Gallison and Anderson. Right. And, and and the Bludgeon Brothers, apparently, they're they're clear to come back. Um, right. What are, you, what are you doing with your tag team's the tag teams that were in the back. Whereas about a month ago, when everything was supposed to become fresh and new, you had Gallows and Anderson come out and win matches. You had Sanity interfere. Now, right. And we haven't seen them since. I think fusing right. fusing the divisions, the tag team divisions is a good idea. You know, there's even talk about fusing the women's division as well. Which, right. Which would make sense as well. Yeah, it's, it's weird though. Like, I feel like it's a fail safe because if they fuse these divisions, like, you fuse the tag teams, and now even less tag teams are going to be on television, and even less tag team storylines happen. So I don't, I don't think there's a, there's no way to save it. There's no way to save the division. They just don't have any tag teams, and the ones that the tag teams that do win are tag teams that don't exist, that aren't actual tag teams. No, the exactly. Most memorable tag teams are like Nick and Braun, Nicholas and Braun. Like that was a meaningful moment, which is another reason why that happening is why. Winning over the bar is why I I feel very confident about McMahon and Miss Winning, but yeah, um, me too. All right, well, uh, so so that we're I, I think we're in agreement pretty much so far. Things yeah, are things are. are going well. We're not we're not heading into fisticuffs territory just yet. But let's see what happens with this next match. 
Oh, the SmackDown women's title. The champion, Asuka versus the man, Beckworth Lynchiton. Um, <laughs> that's her. Well, that's her real name. That's how. That's ah. that's her Irish name. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Beckworth. Beckworth Lynchiton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. All right. Where are we at with uh, Becky Lynch right now? How do we feel about her, Anthony? You know, some people on the internet, on the Twitterverse that we are both on so frequently, are convinced that pe- fans are turning on her. Not a chance, man. Mm-mm. Not a chance. No. She's still super over. I, I I don't have a problem with her braggadocious character she's using right now. I think that her coming out and like being aware that she is the most interesting thing in the in in all of the division, her walking around this confidence that like I'm the main event, I'm the attraction here. I think it works in her character went heel, went tweener, and now she's just badass face. Yeah. Like let's call it what it is. She's not a tweener. Not she's anymore. just a badass face. Uh and I think it's fun. I think I think Becky Lynch is still doing great work. I think it's amazing that she's able to do this greater work this long in WWE yeah. where sustainable gimmicks are not a thing. No, exactly. Not. And especially a gimmick that they didn't want for her. Right. Right. You know, right. and that's right. what makes it even more exceptional. It's something that they did. WWE didn't want that. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's really interesting. And I agree. You know, I think, by the way, Chad is going crazy right now. Oscar mm-hmm. is, uh, according to chat is going to come out here, but come out on top. But, um, as far as Becky goes, um, I I don't think she's losing steam either. What I think, no. though, what, what WWE has to be careful of, they have to be careful of two things in relation to her character. She has to um, she has to stop with the um, uh, always going back to, you know, people never, you know, they didn't believe in me for the past two years. I've been scratching yeah. and clawing, clawing my way back. You know, it works mm-hmm. for a time. But then it's like, okay, now we just have to move move forward. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, I don't think we're exhausted of it yet, but it's to me it's getting a bit tiresome. The other thing is that WWE has to remember the reason why we like her. It's because she goes into the ring and she kicks ass. She mm-hmm. doesn't stand around chatting on a microphone too much. She just goes in, beats people up. That's what we want to see from, from Becky Lynch. So if they keep down that path, that's fine. Uh, you know, I, argue, I actually don't agree with you at oh. all on that. I think that maybe you and I as wrestling podcasters, wrestling uh, self-proclaimed critics, I think maybe we care about, you know, wanting to see her wrestle and not her cut promos. But when Becky's in the ring cutting a promo, the audience doesn't talk. No, oh, no, I know. They're very quiet. So I think that the I think that they actually are doing the right thing by having her come into a lot of talking. She's a good promo. The crowd hangs on to every word she says. I'm worried about them peaking her character. Like I'm worried that they're going to give her this massive win too soon, and then what do we do from there? Right. Like Roman's Roman peaked at one point. He peaked when he finally triumphed Vince McMahon and Sheamus. You know, back when the, the what was it the Legion of Evil Foreign Countries or whatever they were called? I don't I, know. I think that's exactly what they were called. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, like, he had his peak moment and he never got quite back no. there. That's what I'm worried about is them really riding this momentum, peaking her like a WrestleMania, and then we're over her. That's my concern. What do you think? What do you got here? It's a tricky uh, one, isn't it? 
I've got Asuka winning because Asuka cannot take another loss. Becky can lose. Becky can take losses. You know, I really, this is probably the hardest one to call on the entire card because I feel that it is extremely storyline dependent. It depends Mm -hmm. on what they want to do with Ronda at WrestleMania because I think... I, 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 you know, I don't think that there's much disagreement within the, as you, as you call us, the, the sphere of wrestling podcaster and, and critiquers. I don't it's think like a million of us. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't think there's much disagreement to the idea that Becky and Ronda is the money match yeah. for WrestleMania. So it'll depend what they do from this point on. But you see, if I'm thinking storytelling, which I often like to, to to think about when I'm booking these these things. Asuka wins over okay. Becky. Maybe, maybe Ronda has something to do with it. Maybe. I, I'm just putting that out there. But I think that she loses. She pulls a Roman Reigns and goes into the Royal Rumble. She wins the Rumble. And she goes yep. after Ronnie. And I think that right now, the Smack, the Raw Women's Division... Mm-hmm. needs an injection of someone like Becky Lynch to make it interesting. Uh, that you've got your fantasy booking with what happens with this match and the outcome and the rumble and after is exactly my booking. Oh, um, that's exactly it. Yeah, Becky, because her character needs a loss, then goes to the rumble, then this badass woman comes in and wins the rumble after that. Her character, if they want to keep developing this character that they've done so well with, that she's done so well with, that's that's the next step. That's the next step in the next level. All right, and, you so know, let let uh, let Becky, who is what Rhonda should be, beat Rhonda. That'd be great. I agree. Uh, John Baez in the chat. How you doing, John? He says, I still wish that they uh, kept Asuka undefeated and she faced an undefeated Rhonda at Mania. Honestly, that's how I would have booked it. I would have mm-hmm. I would have kept Asuka at the top of the women's division. Have Rhonda spend the entire year defeating people left and right and making Oscar the final boss and then getting the, the title at WrestleMania for, for Rousey. That's how I would have done it. But I, I'm okay with the way the streak ended. That match was amazing. Oh, the match was amazing. Yeah. I mean, that, that's not a problem. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Next match that we have going here, another women's title match. This time it is Ronda Rousey, raw women's champion against Sasha Banks. Um, Thank goodness that we got the last couple of weeks for of, of this feud, right? To really, and and thank God for Sasha for giving it the the uh, lighten the fire of this feud, right? You mean carrying the feud? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I, you know, I, yeah, I was being conciliant, but <laughs> go ahead, Anthony. Uh, Barrier. No, I'm kidding. Um, man, Rana just doesn't need to talk. You know. <laughs> And it, it, she's just – even when she's interviewed as Ronda Rousey, the woman, not the wrestler, she's just not great at it. She says a lot of really terrible things as a yeah. human. She says a, she's a terrible promo. It's great that I'm – not, I'm not a Sasha guy. I'm not a fan of Sasha. I've never really been a fan of Sasha. Um, I don't like her ring work. But I do like this character work that she gave me on Monday. She was – She's it. She's the shot in the arm that this feud needed, or else this was this was the pee break because Ronda's going to win. She's not going to lose. Uh, but 
we might see an interesting way that Sasha loses and goes on to the next step, right? <clears throat> in my, in my mind, she's passing out from pain or something like that. She's not she she's going down hard, and we can move her into something more interesting. And maybe maybe your our idea that Becky goes to the to Raw, we get her over on SmackDown to give us some some juice. But uh, this this feud still, even with that promo work, this feud does nothing for me. I just don't care about this match. No, it's been it's it's been rough. It's been a tough one, and you know the WWE doesn't under WWE didn't understand why people like Ronda Rousey so much when she was in UFC. They 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 just didn't get it. They don't understand. No. Ronda Rousey didn't come to the ring, smile or the cage, the octagon, <laughs> smiling, uh, pulling pulling stuff out of her out of her gear and giving it to kids. Uh, uh, um, you know, smiling and being happy, and then being. This is going against uh, uh, Holly Holm and saying, "I want to be your friend. I want you. I want us to fight to have a good, respectful fight." She never did that. She went into the and ring. She hated whoever she was in the ring with. She beat the shit out of them, and she left. Mm -hmm. You know, right. the baddest woman on the planet. That's what right. she was in UFC. In WWE, right. they wanted to be a super babyface, but that's not what endeared people to Ronda. What? And plus, no. I mean. You know, she's not, she's, she's, she's charming. She's good looking, you know, that's that there's, there's something to say about that as well, especially in UFC, you know, right. she, you know, she stood out because she did have looks. Um, mm -hmm. All of this combined would have made a better Ronda Rousey push on one end. Um, and you see the Sasha that we have here is the Sasha of NXT and this uh, NXT Sasha is the best. Sasha, this is what this is what we we want. This is what we were begging for last year when right. she and Bailey were at odds before they got tossed into therapy, like they were like Warren Hayes and Anthony Souter. God, I forgot about that fucking angle. That was awful. Oh my! And, and that's all we wanted. We wanted super babyface Bailey. We wanted yes. Bitch heals uh, Sasha. That's yeah. what we wanted because those right. are their strengths. And Sasha show is has been showing it for the past couple of weeks again that her strength right. is just being a bitch. <laughs> I was really hoping we got to the point in the show where you would take the big gasp and do the big <laughs> the big held word because you do two to three of those a stream typically <laughs> i've gauged from from monday nights at the kristen and i keep tally on the side there doing it. I, I like uh, to see i like to see where i am in the running count then we'll, we'll have to I, sh I, I share the spreadsheet with me ran out of room lost the document the document <laughs> said fuck off i'm tired of keeping track uh <laughs> but yeah they yeah, someone said no fuck Sasha given uh, no fucks given Sasha is best Sasha. Yep. It is because you can't be a boss and be uh whatever what did she say living the boss life is what Rhonda said going around the world living the the boss life whatever the sitting hell in that. on board sitting in on board meetings approving yeah. research and R&D budgets uh Yeah. Uh, make, making the company more profitable and all yeah. that shit. Meeting investors that's the boss. Investors. That's the boss life right there. Darren Kirby in the chat says, I, "I I liken Sasha to Randy Orton. She's coasted through this Bailey on and off story, but when she has something to get her teeth into, she really ups her game. And that's a very good, very good point right there. That's it's a perfect comparison. Yeah, it it really is. Um, yeah, I mean, just just to touch last on Ronda. I'm sorry, man. I keep cutting you off. No, uh, but just just to touch on Ronda, like finally though, I, I I agree with you, right? Like her her big thing was not like. 
she just came in and she was a she was a heel. People USC people didn't like her. They didn't like her. They didn't have to because she just kept winning. Yeah. And this makes no sense what they're doing with her. She should have come in as a babyface and turned heel immediately. Yeah. And just come and knock like just 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 have her do that. And she's not even been good for ratings. Two point one million. That's how it dropped from two point seven to two point one with Rhonda in the third hour. Nobody gives. Uh, let's just touch quickly on it you've seen the news today is she gone after wrestlemania but do you think it's true no it's bullshit Meltzer's wrong it's complete she she she'll probably just be on lesnar time honestly they're gonna who signs a one-year deal with wwe they would w like wwe is dumb for a lot of shit but I they 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 you know the the allure of the mainstream attention is too big for them to just let her go Absolutely. Um, who do you got here winning? Come on. Rhonda. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's self-evident. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about one of the Rumble matches, the women's one. <laughs> this is funny because this is the picture that they have on WWE.com. It's like uh, Charlotte, uh, Bailey, Natalia, and Nia Jax. Fuck the others. Um, the women's rumble. I'm not going to run through the uh, who's in it. I want us to talk about. I want us to talk about um, who. Do, obviously, who do we think we're, is going to win? Uh, okay. uh, surprises. And 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 I'd like to talk about the the Iron Woman position. Like, there's always one, right? Mm-hmm. So so uh, let, let's let's start with the with the with the 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 most ordinary topic here and that is who's going to win the world rumble who do you think is going to win becky if she if she can enter right if she can enter yeah i think i think she's winning honestly i wouldn't be surprised if becky won even if she takes the title (laughs) i I legitimately wouldn't just because if they're gonna fuse the titles if they're gonna fuse the titles into one division then give us the fusion match fusion match what is this dragon ball z (laughs) the fusion match at wrestlemania between her and ronda to unify the titles yeah, that that's interesting. Uh, Chad, by the way, let us know who you think is going to win. If but see, I, I I agree. You know, I exposed my fantasy booking earlier. Uh, I think Becky's going to win. But if if it doesn't happen and Becky doesn't enter, mm-hmm. I think Charlotte's going to win. I think that's inevitable. It's, it's those two. It's it's going to be either one of those two who's, who's going to win, and it entirely depends on whether Becky is in the match or not. Mm-hmm. That that's mm-hmm. my that's my guess. Uh, yeah. So, Surprise entrance, Anthony. Let's. Uh, do you have two or three that you might uh, you might be interested in seeing? Chat. Who do you who do you think would be a surprise? A lot of people, by the way, in the chat are talking about Ember Moon, which is a good mm-hmm. choice, but it's too early. It's too early. I think I think 2019 might might be a breakout year for her, but yep. uh, because I think WWE really really likes her, mm-hmm. um, and there's plenty of reasons to love Amber Moon. That's not an issue. She basically yeah. carried the women's division through dark times with her excellent work ethic. Um, mm. But let's get back on track here. Surprise entrance in the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, I, I've, I'm trying to think of the women that are going to be in here. I do think Shayna Baszler shows up. Mm-hmm. Um, regardless of outcome at TakeOver, I do think Shayna Baszler is one of them. Um, I don't know why in my mind I have Chelsea Green showing up, even though no one really knows who she is as a main roster. It's more of a want than an actual probably going to happen. But 
Uh, maybe Candice LeRae. I could, that would be a nice surprise, I think. I think Candice LeRae would organically be over just because she's very clearly a white meat baby face. That the, 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 yeah. you know, the young kids will love immediately. Uh, toughest cupcake or whatever she called herself. <laughs> I think that's what it is, right? Um, mm-hmm. I agree. Shayna's going to be in there. I, uh, you know, if memory serves me right, over the past couple of years, the uh, the women's NXT, the NXT women's champion has been in every Royal Rumble. So it makes yes. sense for Shayna to be in there. And I think it makes sense for them for the main roster to get acquainted with Shayna Baszler because she is not left. She's not. Uh, she's not. There's not much left uh, time left. Long, long, long. There's not much time left for her in NXT. Her upright. Her her up. Um, her com- her coming up on um, to main roster is imminent. I think they're going to bring Rhea Ripley in. I really do. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, I think WWE loves this this girl and with reason she's fantastic and Casey Catanzaro who was in the Mae Young Classic mm-hmm. uh, and she's homegrown WWE talent right like she yeah. the, she's, the first time she, she started training at the PC mm-hmm. and she's got you know she's, she's, she's small she has uh, she's extremely charming you know I think she's a good fit to come in uh, hit a couple of high spots, Hurricane Rana's, and then get tossed out by Nia Jax, unfortunately. Yeah. But yeah, you know that's who I think. Um, you, you know, but, some people are saying Tony Storm as well, and I think that you'll get Tony Storm and not Rhea Ripley. Oh yeah, you get the champ. So? You'll get the champ. I think we're gonna get Rhea Ripley. Either I'm happy with either or both. I think we're gonna get her. Um, Iron Woman. Who's going to last the longest in here? The Bret Hart. Because uh, historically speaking, Bret Hart is the original Iron Man of the uh, Royal Rumble, having lasted, I think it was 23 minutes, or something like that, in the uh, the first 1998 Royal Rumble mm-hmm. that I reviewed over on FightfulSelect.com. FightfulSelect.com. Subscribe today. $5 a month. That's, the quickest, you? you've ever, that's the quickest you've ever plugged Fightful. <laughs> Never been more proud of you <laughs> in the year that I've known you than I am in this moment. <laughs> Right now, uh, Nikki Cross, I think, will be the Iron Woman. That's interesting. Uh, just because I think they've played so much into her character being insane in the little bit of time that she showed up. And they were, they. I mean, they kept her a match with Becky just out of the blue. Even though she lost fairly quickly, she still looked pretty good. Um, I think they've, I think they want to treat Nikki Cross well. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they treated her well in NXT. They always kept her looking pretty strong. So last year it was Sasha in the first ever. I don't know. I just I have a feeling of Nikki Cross is, is making it nearly the distance. It's a good choice. It didn't make sense. And there's a lot of people in the chat who are agreeing with my pick, which is Ember Moon, because I think mm-hmm. she won't win. But I think this is how they will make her shine. She will have uh, she will have the longest uh, uh, the, the longest stay in the Rumble for sure. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I think. Darren Kirkby says, uh, Naomi, Naomi will not last the longest. She'll be the Kofi. She'll do some weird athletic yeah. spot. Yeah. That's, that's her spot in the rumble. I agree. Cause that's what she did last year. She was, she was the yeah. Kofi last year. She was. Yep. She will be forever. All right. So let's talk about the dudes then. Again, <laughs> and they, they had the balls to put Ginger Mahal here as if, as if there's ever, you know, anyone, that considers him to be a threat for anything. Former WWE champion Jinder Mahal. Excuse me. <laughs> Forgot to preface that properly. Um, so let's do the same. Let's talk about winner 
Surprise entrance and uh, and Iron Man. Who do you think is going to win first, Anthony? And Chad, go nuts. Go nuts. Uh, Seth fucking Rollins is yeah. winning this Rumble. I, I think it's his to win. Doesn't matter who wins the main event. Oh, this will be probably the main event. Doesn't matter who wins the Universal title match. Seth is winning because either matchup is perfect for Seth to get inserted in. Yeah, I agree. And even when it was still uh, Braun uh, and Brock, you know, mm-hmm. uh, regardless, you know, where I was like, oh, Brock is winning. I mean, to me, it just makes perfect sense for Seth to dethrone Brock. Seth mm-hmm. has carried Raw throughout all of 2018, throughout mm-hmm. the injuries, throughout the terrible matches and shitty storylines he yeah. has been the shining star of yeah. the brand nobody nobody deserves the rumble win more than seth rollins right nobody. now despite the fact that i hated the promo work he was given the other day because that really deeply disturbed me but he didn't he didn't do that it was written for him i have to remember that or i get very angry um but no seth seth is fantastic he's done a great job he works in either matchup um, and, and he should be your top guy. Like, let's let's not assume Roman's coming back. It's sad to say, but let's assume this is the status of WWE we have. Seth is on ESPN all of the time. Yeah, that's he true. is. He plays video games. He's on up, up, down, down. He's gone to video game tournaments. This man has more crossover appeal than every other man that's not Brock Lesnar. And this it's the kind of crossover appeal that they that they wanted out of uh, Roman as well. And I mean, Roman carries himself like a pro as well. That's not the point. He didn't show up anywhere, though. No, he didn't show up anywhere because you know what? Because Seth, ta- he looks and talks like a guy, just a yeah. dude where Roman yeah. it. Roman, it's the reason why underdog Roman Reigns didn't work. Roman Reigns is like six foot seven, former football player. He's not a goddamn underdog. He doesn't look like an underdog. You know, I have women fawning over him all the time. Right. He looks like one of the guys that maybe did not get cast for Aquaman because Jason Momoa got it. Exactly. He just looks like a DC CGI superhero. But yeah, it's got to be Seth. It's got to uh, be Seth. I don't see who else it, who else it could be. Um, surpri- surprises. Surprise us. Who should be surprise entrance here? Aleister Black. Yes! Velveteen Dream. I think Velveteen Dream is a shoe-in. And I'm going to tell you why. Because he is doing that Worlds Collide tournament at Access. Mm -hmm. They're not just going to bring Velveteen over just for that shit little thing that, you know, that'll get Twitter uh, excited about. But that's about it. Velveteen Mm -hmm. is going to be there for the because he's not he's not on takeover. Right. But they're flying him in for Access. Nah, nah, man. He's no, in the he, Rumble. That is a shoe-in as far as the surprise goes. Velveteen Dream will get such a big pop. Yeah. Such a big pop. And I think that's his main roster debut. Uh, oh, yeah. I think he's I think he's done with NXT. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing else. He's never going to be champ there. It's too crowded. It's time for him to go over. SmackDown, SmackDown and Raw could use someone like him. Man, Raw could really use a character like him. They need characters so badly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So badly. Um, and let's go with the third one. I'll go with Kyle O'Reilly. Ooh. I'm going all NXT because I never know what legends. I don't like to play that game. And, and, and let's be frank. It's 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 always sucky when a, a legend comes because you know they're not going to win. 
You know, right, they, so they, it's they, a waste it's, of spot. It's it's a waste of a spot. It's just a maybe a feel good thing. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt making his return. Okay. Lights go out. Fireflies. Yeah. He's going to get a tremendous pop if they do that. It's going to it's yeah. going to fucking rule. And I can't yeah, wait well, for Bray to come back. I'm a yeah, big Bray guy. Can't wait for him to come back. I think they they fly Pete Dunn in. Oh. I think they fly him in. Uh, you know they want to they want to build off the momentum that they uh, that the buzz that they generated with Blackpool. Pete Dunn mm-hmm. is, I mean, he's the longest running champion of modern yeah. day WWE. So let's just pop him in there, have him have him eliminate a couple of dudes, mm-hmm. and Kona um, Reeves. Kona Reeves. <laughs> Warren, do you do you mean that you're not going to pick uh, the Terminator? No, I'm not. Nope. Nope. You're not picking. You're not going to pick Kenny Omega. Nope. No, because he's not going to be there. Because he's not going to be there. He's not going to be there. <laughs> Blaine says. Oh. Let, Blaine says Walter, so he can chop everybody. I I don't know if I have the stomach to watch him chop people through the rumble. I don't know if I can handle. I take that back. I watch death matches. Yes. I, that, <laughs> um. And who's our who's our Iron Man? Who's the guy who's going to last the longest? It was Finn last year, right? It was, was Finn. Finn last year. Because he came in at two and lasted to the final four, I think. Yeah. Oh, this is tough, actually. Not an easy one, eh? No, it's really tough for this one. Um, I'm going to go with Andrade. Andrade Cien Almas. Or, no, I'm going with Mustafa Ali. Yeah, because that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that works perfectly into his character. It works perfectly into how they're establishing him. The heart, you know, the yeah. takes a beaten and keep uh, takes a beaten and keeps on ticking kind of thing. Uh, yeah, Mustafa Ali is going to be the Iron Man. I, I think oh. they're putting a lot of faith into him, and I think he's going to eliminate Samoa Joe as well. I'm so glad I didn't answer before I saw Darren Kirkby and JPQ answer. I'm stealing their answer, Elias. Really? Oh, that would that would do wonders for him. I don't think he needs a lot, but this would legitimize him as like not just a character, but yeah, also but, a wrestler. Yeah, but I mean, they've had him. They've had him lose so many times to Baron Corbin at this point, man. Right, 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 right. They've got to give I, him something. I love Elias. I'm a big Elias guy. Yeah, Elias I, is. I good. have been. All right. Well, there you go. Those are Rumble matches. Should be a lot of fun. It's always a good time. So we got our two main events. Coming up, title shots. We're going to start by talking about the new Daniel Bryan, WWE champion, squaring mm-hmm. off against the uh, conservative redneck, AJ Styles. <laughs> As a man that does not necessarily love the fact that I live in Texas, AJ's the heel for me. Yeah, well, that's... He's the heel for me. I can't remember. Who was talking about this today? Was it us? Were, were we ta- was it us in our in our little secret DM thing with uh, Kristen Ashley? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that was it. We're going to get a lot of shit for not mentioning her until uh, 70 minutes in. Oh, God. It's going to um, be bad. Yeah. But I think it was you probably it's probably from smart to death if you listen to us because Kyle and I talked about this last yes, night. Yes, exactly. Uh, we talked about how he never he never said one way or another, but Daniel Bryan's way of like wanting to save the environment is super face for me. He's definitely my face. Um, and he's my winner. Gonna be a damn good match. It'll oh, be another man. great match. And and now that you remember now that you reminded me that I did listen to uh to the uh to the live recording anyway on your Patreon because I'm a member. You guys should go 
uh, support uh, smart to death by the way uh, give them all your money. Um, you, all you, of it, please. <laughs> you guys did mention, and you made an excellent point, that you know they had their really hot grappling technical match last mm-hmm. time, mm-hmm. but this time it's going to be a slappy slapper. You know, mm-hmm. it's going mm-hmm. to be. And and when you guys said that, I was like, yes. I mean, this is. I think this is what we expect this time. It's going to be the brutal one. It's going to be the one where they just beat the shit. Out of each other. Right. I, I like if Daniel Bryan retains, I like that with the WWE title, actually, even both main titles, really long reigns. And I'm really about that. I think it legitimizes yeah. who's the champion. No more hot potato. I'm, I'm really enjoying that. Even with Brock not being on TV and having it like it makes the moment that someone is finally dethroned so much bigger wow. for the character that's chosen. How shocked were we when Daniel Bryan defeated AJ on a goddamn edition of SmackDown? Well, I mean, let me be honest with you. After I found out it was happening at the beginning of the show, not at all. But that it even uh, happened on a random ass Tuesday. Yeah, that's was it. That's the point. Wild. It was, it was wild. wild. Um. So, who do you think retains here? Uh, um, <laughs> spoiler alert there yeah it's daniel bryan that's going to retain here yes and i agree and he, here's the question then that follows that the follow-up what the hell do you do with aj styles now right you know i think that works though for him and i don't know why i think that works for 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 aj styles like i think you can move him wherever you want i think they i think they might finally move him to raw I think that they can. Now that Daniel Bryan has been legitimized, like when AJ was originally going to rumor to be moved to Raw, they didn't have another guy. That's true. They just didn't. But let's say a certain uh, underdog Irishman wins. AJ versus Finn is a really nice looking matchup when it's for the big red uh, Charmeleon uh, belt. (laughs) So. I don't know. It, it, whatever. We can move AJ. AJ needs to have some fresh blood. He's got to move over. Make him a Grand Slam champ. He needs to win the IC title. He needs to win tag belts and give him the universal title. He needs to win all of those in the next two years. See, and Gwyn Evans in the uh, in the chat, I agree with what he uh, with what was just added here. Move AJ to Raw after Mania. He's done everything on SmackDown. That's, that's the truth. That's, mm-hmm. I mean, he needs the fresh matches now. They're, all the fresh matches are on the other side. Him right. versus just Seth. You know, mm-hmm. it's like oh, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, they're all there. Uh, someone's The chat's also pointing out that Styles is probably taking some time off and getting a less demanding schedule. He he His contract is up soon, so I wouldn't be surprised if he does get a Randy Orton deal yeah. where he like works consistently for a while that he fucks off for a little bit and then comes back. Um, he, I mean, he deserves it. He's done enough already. Like uh, over the entirety of his career and how he's been a shining star in WWE mm-hmm. since since the moment he came in, right? Literally since his music hit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Final match of the evening: Anthony Brock Lesnar, Universal Champion, against Finn Balor. It's it's weird how um how. I'm sick of Brock as champion, mm-hmm. but I still managed to get excited with matches like like this. Like when he fought Daniel Bryan, when he fought AJ, when, you know, these matches where I'm like, holy crap, this is going to be fun. Mm-hmm. And and 
he he gets motivated when he fights certain guys, smaller guys. He, you know, he puts in a little a little extra oomph in what he does. Uh, and you know, motivated Brock is uh, is great. Brock, it's great for all of us. You know, can we admit something together? Kyle I love you. It. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, love you too, man. Um, <laughs> it, it hurts to say it because you you have to hate Brock as a WWE fan. We have to, yeah, because he's never there. When Brock gives a shit, you could say he's the best wrestler in the world. You could, you could make that case. His like. That Daniel Bryan match, his facial expressions when he works with guys he wants to are so good. He sells well. Like he sold great for Goldberg when he lost. He sold great for for Taker and all their feuds. He sold great for Joe. He sold great for AJ. And he's gonna sell great for Finn when he puts him over on Sunday. Because he's taking that pin. <laughs> it's gonna be dirty. It's gonna be dirty. Because Finn is not winning clean. I think he's turning heel. I think the club really? is, I, I think the club is showing up to help him. Really? I, I think the club or Braun are getting involved wow. somehow. That's a I don't, bold prediction. It is a bold prediction. I, and I don't. And here's why: Vince McMahon got involved. Yeah. John Cena got involved. SmackDown talked about Finn. They're like, they really love this guy. And what does Vince McMahon do to everyone we love? He fucking turns them heel, Warren. That's what he does. <laughs> That's true, but but I also think that. Uh, I think there's a lot still to do for him as a babyface, and uh, like, okay, he's on fantastic momentum right now. You know, yes. he had his surprise appearance at Takeover Blackpool. Everyone lost their shit uh -huh. when that happened. He a little heel, a little bit, but I mean, Jordan Jordan Devlin was the clear-cut clear heel clear. here. That you know, and and Jordan Devlin is you know he's akin to uh, godliness. Mm -hmm. Just saying. Um, so, and the, the, so he's on good momentum. I also think he's going to defeat Brock, but I don't think there are going to be shenanigans. I think he's going to pull it off out of grit and pure underdog status. I think that having the promo last Monday where Vince McMahon is in the ring and he's telling uh, Finn Balor straight to his face, look at the, look at these two. Big guys here, I don't believe in fairy tales. You're not going to do it. I think they telegraphed the ending to the match here. Mm -hmm. I really, really do. You have Vince in the ring saying, I don't believe in you. Are you fucking kidding me? Of course he's right. going to win. They they made it on purpose. They did it on purpose to mm -hmm. have Braun and Brock in the ring at the same time as Finn to show how tiny Finn was. They didn't bring... Seth Rollins, who's, uh, you know, arguably about the same size or, um, right. or, or Apollo Crews. They brought the big guys in mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. to really drive the point home that this guy doesn't stand a chance. Right, right. And it, it was telegraphed. We were talking we were talking about that Monday night during it. It's like, yes, it's like, all right, Finn's coming out and like Heyman's now clearly putting him over like he does. I mean, it's the same it's the same outline. He tells the same promo. He does the same promo with everybody, right? So he comes out. But there's multiple signs on top of that. Besides all these other things that you point out, Cena put him over after he won the week before and said, I believe in Finn Balor. He said, I believe in him. Then Braun's like, oh, I don't believe in you, little guy. I'm an ogre. Um, but Brock only gave him one F5. One single F5 and left. I feel like usually whenever 
I don't know. I'm just making these things up in my head probably, but usually Brock gives a lot of F5s to guys that he's going to be facing that weekend. But he gave one induced out. And, and, and Brock, Brock stood tall at the end of the segment. And that's usually, it can be a tell. It's not a universal tell, but it can, it can, it can. The rule doesn't apply to Brock Lesnar typically. No, that's true. But it generally is the kiss of death. Yes. It means you're losing. And they, it doesn't matter. This, this match is probably going to be very good. I I don't know if it's going to be a match. I don't know if it's going to be match of the weekend. I don't know if it's going to be the top match of the show, but if it ends up stealing the weekend, because there's like rumors that Brock has wanted to work with Finn Balor since last year. Mm -hmm. And if that's true, that means Brock wants to put him over. I would think if he still wants to work with him. Match of the weekend is going to be Ricochet versus Johnny Gargano. Oh, for sure. I'm just tossing that out there. Um, NXT tag teams for me. It's funny because Chad are talking, you know, they're talking about Devitt, right? Prince Devitt. So maybe, you know, I think a lot, maybe a lot of people that are giving credence to your theory. Daniel Price says Devitt could, (laughs) I think that's awesome. Devitt could still win by DQ, but the title ain't changing hands. He says, and no, Warren disagrees with me. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Them saying fairy tale over and over would be way too obvious and make Devitt winning look like a total joke. See, the thing is that I think that if if Finn Balor doesn't win, it's a shot to his credibility at this stage because they because mm-hmm. of the whole underdog thing. You're too small. I right. I uh, honestly think he's going to win. I, I legitimately think he's going to win. I think I think Brock is on his way to the UFC for a little bit. And like, let's be real. Do we really want Brock bringing his fake fighting belt to real fighting? Do we really want that? No. I mean, maybe does WWE really think that's a marketing tool that's going to work well? However, you can make an argument that the Universal title looks better than the new UFC titles, though. Oh, the Dragon's War titles. Yes. (laughs) UFC Rangers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. That title fucking blows. Oh, (laughs) my God. It's it's really bad. Anthony, we're going to wrap this one up. This was a lot of fun. Uh, So we, we went through everything. What do you think is going to be a good show, a middling show, or a bad show? You know, I uh, there's a lot of bias for me because the Royal Rumble is so fun. Last year's Rumble was so good. Mm-hmm. It was such a good show. Um, I actually remember that I watched that show with the guys over at Wrestle Forever last year on their live stream. Uh, back when Kyle did that before he bailed for me. I was the prettier girl. Um, so, you know, whatever. But anyway, yeah, it was it was a good time. Uh, I hope you enjoyed that that stall there for the segue. Uh, anyway, yes, I think the rumble will be good. I, I think we're talking like I think the like the floor is probably a B show. We like to do letter grades with smart to death, so mm-hmm. I think it's a B show at minimum. Yeah, I'm expecting good things. I'm expecting good things. I think we have solid solid main events. If they mm. book if they book the rumbles like they did last year. It'll be it'll be a lot of fun. Um, yes. I think they have. I, I think we have some dark horse mid cards, uh, mid card yeah. matches there. Nothing that'll blow us out of the water, but it will keep us entertained. I think it's going to be a fun show. I think I think that Finn Balor doing well against Brock Lesnar may blow some people out of the water. I think some of his maybe doubters um, that are his fans that don't really like Finn, they think he's just a small kicky guy. I think might be impressed by it. But I, um, hardcore fans, man, if if we end up. Well, I think we'll if if they give us what you and I predicted, Seth and Finn, 
But you get Seth and Finn. I think that a lot of fans will, will – we're going to feel like Vince McMahon is listening to us. It's going to be a nice feeling if that happens. That's go- It's, go- it's a going to be a match for the fans, that one. I, yeah. And, and, and honestly, I think that's what a main event of WrestleMania should be. It has to be Absolutely. for the fans. Because Vince has not been giving main events for the fans over the past few <clears throat> WrestleManias. And- Roman versus Taker? No. It's for the no. fans. It's for the fans. <laughs> we were all happy. Anthony, <laughs> I want to thank you very much for 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 joining me. Why don't you what splurge man tell us tell all the good folks where they can find everything smart to death, Anthony Suter, your merch. You got tons of yeah, merch, don't you? We do. We have lots of merch. So, uh, guys, if, if uh, you did enjoy my ver- voice here, my verse here on the uh, Mr. Warren Hayes show, uh, you can join me and my co-host Kyle. Basically, wherever podcasts are at this point, we can basically just if you follow us on Twitter, we're probably just going to shove our content down your throat. So you'll find (laughs) us somewhere. Um, Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, uh, wherever we do live stream, just like most people do nowadays. Twitch.tv slash smart to death. Some of the guys here uh, that watch live do join us like Baba Ruski and JPQ. um, Chris and Ashley. We do salute them. Mr. Warren Hayes never joins us, so whatever. No, but uh, you, because you you guys stream on Wednesday nights, and I'm busy on FightfulSelect.com. FightfulSelect.com. Subscribe today. $5 a month. You get all sorts of extra podcasts, including my 205 Live NXT, NXT UK recap show live every Wednesday night. So that's why I can't join you guys. I'm working, <laughs> goddammit. How the fuck did I set that segue up? <laughs> it's a wham. <laughs> anyway uh we're gonna ha- our anniversary show is this week please come hang out and watch us for that we are turning one year old really or, that, that's i don't so know cool. paris talked about getting us a smash cake i don't know that's probably not going to happen we don't follow through on any promises but join us twitch.tv slash smart to death we're turning one year old we're selling shirts sorry sunday at prowrestlingtees.com slash smart to death using promo code smart to death to get 20 20 off and speaking of Sunday, just to remind the good folks, I'm going to be jumping over onto your podcast. I'm going to be talking to Kyle for the first time. Yes, you on are. On Sunday, after the Royal Rumble, we'll be joining uh, the Smart to Death guys for their post show. And if you guys are all hanging around here right now, you're on YouTube and you're like, oh, okay, what's coming up next? I'm going to be joining Spees in the Benchmark in like uh, a little over 30 minutes. I'm going to be talking NXT TakeOver with them. Uh, and it's uh, it's become a tradition. They invite me at every NXT, and it's a lot of fun. I love those guys. They have a great show, so I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to it. But right now, it's all about you, Anthony. Thank you so very much. You're a friend, and I appreciate you coming on uh, coming on the show. Um, you're a great guy. Uh, you guys do fantastic work. No, but it's true. I want to. Oh lord. They're, 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 no, but I mean, it goes beyond just professional yeah. courtesy. We're buds. And I'm True. really and I'm yeah. really happy that uh, that we got to do this. We should do it more often. Absolutely, absolutely, we should. And I want to it's thank everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to thank everyone for who was in the chat live tonight. Was jumping a lot of discussion, a lot of stuff going on. I want to thank uh, if you weren't in the in, in the chat and you're listening on your own time. Thank you very very much. Consider subscribing if you're not already there on YouTube.com/slash Mr. Warren Hayes or on your favorite podcast application as well. I'm there as well. You can follow me on Twitter or on Instagram at Mr. Warren Hayes. Guys, thank you all so very very much for joining me, and I'll see you next time.